Welcome to the Art and Identity series. In this series, we'll speak about artists from many different disciplines and discuss how their involvement has affected their worldview and identity. I hope you'll find this series informative and interesting, or that it even helps you think about your personal life and how your passions have affected you, even in the most subtle ways. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get started on today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you all are doing really well and I hope that you are enjoying the series that we're doing on art and identity. So today's guest is someone very special, is one of my close friends and she's very talented. So I will let her introduce herself by telling us her name and what year she is in school and what she's studying. Hey guys, um, it's Madison. Y'all have seen me before on the podcast. Um, I've been in a couple of other episodes. Um, I'm currently a freshman, but freshman year's ending, so I'm about to be a sophomore. Hey. Same year's Jane. <laughs> um, and I'm studying dance and business. Nice. So the first question that I have for you is, what made you want to study dance? Um, I think I originally wanted to study dance just because... Um, I, I've been dancing my entire life, like I've, I've been dancing since I was two, and then I think I got to college, and I think when I was like a senior in high school and like I was about to leave, I was like, oh no, I, I'm probably not even going to dance at all in college, and then I got here, and then um, everything was online, and then, but my like one dance class was like in person, and um, I, one of the, my professors who um, was teaching my freshman seminar, he convinced me to do um, Emory Dance Company. And I actually had a really great experience. It's so it's so much fun, and like the community is great. And then um, I think I just realized I was like, oh, I actually like am passionate about dance. Yeah. Like I think growing up, um, I always just thought of it as like a hobby. I mean, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't, like it, it took up all of my time, and it's like that's all I ever did. I don't have any other hobbies, and it's like I never had any other interests. And um, I think I kind of got to college and realized like, oh, I actually like like I actually enjoy this. Like I actually love dancing and um it's not just something that like i just do after school like, right i actually like doing it. i'd love to study it so yeah awesome do you my next the next question is like do you have a specific first interaction with dance that you really remember as being you know your first kind of moment that you had but i know that you've been dancing for a long time so would you even remember that do no. you have or like a specific instance that was kind of a turning point in your career, if you don't remember the very first moment? Yeah, I definitely don't remember my first moment because I've been dancing since I was two years of age. (laughs) Um, I I definitely don't have any active memories of being two. I mean, there are videos of me, like, that my Mm -hmm. parents have taken of me, but um, I definitely don't remember or have any memories of, like, my first interaction. Yeah. I would say the biggest turning point in my dance career was, um, I think, my junior year of high school when I joined this hip-hop dance crew. Um, and, my, and my studio is called The Officials. Shout out to The Officials. Because okay. um, I have, I would say my dance experience has been a little bit unorthodox compared to like traditional, like what you might think of dance, because I am from Texas, so I grew up doing drill team, which no one outside of Texas and maybe like... <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> recognizes like no one really knows what that is and drill team is I can explain it for y'all it's like um it's like a drill team 
wait, that's what I just said. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena is like um, a dance team that dances at the football games. You, um, yeah, <clears throat> it's like maybe a, a more dancier version of cheer. You also dance with palms, um, but it's like you'll dance to band music. So um, during the game, you'll be in this on the in the stands and um, you'll dance to whatever the band plays like this little side song so like yeah just to like get the crowd going i guess right um, and then at halftime you go and like you actually perform at halftime so you're not like um on the track like cheerleaders are you like actually go and perform with the band oh got it so like um but right before happening, you'll go out and then um you'll band will play music for you and you dance like to whatever routine you plan for that week and then after that that's when like band does their whole like shebang the like their competition like set piece right um and then, oh yeah, so that's in the fall, like football season. And then sometimes some drill teams do basketball, like they dance during basketball halftime. Um, but we didn't do that. Um, and then you also compete. Um, you compete in like winter, spring, like February, March. Um, and you typically compete with like other schools in your area. Um, and it, I think it, you, like the categories depend on the size of team you have. Um, but yeah, so I grew up doing that in my school, but then I also grew up doing that in my studio. Um, Obviously, at my dance studio, we didn't go to football games and dance. Um, but you, like, train throughout the year, and then you, like, have these routines that you, like, perfect and you, like, clean um, over this over the year. And then, like, you'll compete at the same competitions as, as the schools, but um, you'll be in a separate category for studios. Um, so I grew up doing that, and that's, like, definitely not <laughs> the normal dance experience. Um, but I would say that I had reached kind of, like, a burning out point, like, in the middle of high school. Um, and then joining the hip hop team, like my junior year, it was just kind of like, oh, um, cause I had quit my school dance team, my school drill team um, around that time. So I was like, oh, I kind of just want to like, try something new. Like um, I quit one team, so I'm, maybe I just want to try another one be, still, so I can still be on two. Um, and I actually ended up being really great. I like re-sparked my passion for dance and like, it's something that I like, wasn't comfortable in. And like, I um, was definitely out of my comfort zone. I was definitely not, great when I first started mm-hmm. um but it was so fun it's it's a great it, the hip-hop community is so accepting and it's like really supportive I would say especially compared to like other traditional um dance communities where it's very competitive mm-hmm. um and it, it's if it's very competitive within um the drill team world too but I would say hip-hop is like very welcoming very accepting and it's it's great I, yeah. I definitely recommend a hip-hop class if y'all are going to take one dance class Awesome. Do you think that dancing, whether it be like through Jewel Team or eventually in hip hop, has had kind of a large impact of your view of yourself, like the way that you personally, I guess, reflect on your own identity? Do you think it's affected that a lot? Yeah, for sure. I think um, because dance um, has very heteronormative um culture it's very Mm. like strict gender roles especially like if you do like ballet and stuff and I definitely had um it definitely affected like my identity in high school and I definitely um fell into those gender roles I um it's I would say it's hard to um I realized that um like looking back that the genders were so enforced that I was like oh yeah this it was my identity at the time. Like, I was very um, feminine. I was very, like, stereotypical girl. And, oh, and it definitely affected, like, my body issues growing up because, like... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> a lot of dancers deal with, like, um, 
self-image issues because it's like you have to be like really uh, like the standard of beauty for dancers like women are very skinny very like long mm-hmm. and i would say i'm neither of us <laughs> I, i'm like i'm like average type i'm definitely a stockier build for a dancer i would say i'm not super like long and and skinny like most ballerinas mm-hmm. um if you can't see i was i was doing ballet arms just then. yes the ballet arms <laughs> um yeah it definitely like not it definitely like closed me off from seeing like other um like gender expressions like um s- sexualities i guess like it mm-hmm. kind of just like really solidified like oh heteronormative like oh like gay is something for other people <laughs> oh yeah um and i was like i'm fine with it but it's it's i'm not gay i can't be gay right because <laughs> In um, case you guys don't know now, she's very gay. It's like my biggest personality today. <laughs> um, yeah, it just like solidified like it's it really just solidifies like stereotypical gender roles, mm-hmm. and um, I think that was part of the reason why I like came out so late. I mean, I didn't really even come out, but like yeah, realized I was gay. Like um, dress, I started dressing like more masculine. Oh, but I will say that hip hop had kind of given me an excuse kind of to like dress more I was going to say do you think your entrance into hip hop yes like, no kind it, of it really and that's that. what got me started because I just like started wearing like the clothes that I would wear for hip hop like just throughout my regular life then and then I would just wear like girly clothes like every once in a while um and now I think that that was like the gateway drug for <laughs> how I dress now yeah um, that's so interesting yeah I would say hip hop is definitely like um, because also hip-hop is a way accepting of like more body types like um some yes. of the best dancers are like a little a little chunky mm. um and in, in the best way and they're so good yeah um because you want a little a little meat really uh, I, I yeah just watching like hip-hop performances mm-hmm. i feel like there is a stark difference in like the accepted body type yeah 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 um you know i love seeing like bigger women out there yes tearing yeah. it up and they got I'm the like, jiggle and it looks so good yes, i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no um i think getting into hip-hop i definitely like leaned into like dressing like a hip-hop dancer i like wore baggier clothes and i was like oh i actually just like like this better so i started wearing that throughout my regular life and now that's like kind of my style now i would mm-hmm. say yeah even though i'm not on the team anymore because i graduated but yeah. yes um i guess you kind of touched touched on this but do you think that you know, as it did affect your view of yourself and, you know, the fact that you weren't sure if you were gay or kind of you were less accepting of the fact that you were gay until you joined hip-hop. Do you think that that affected the, you know, rather than your personal identity, do you think that participating in dance affected your worldview in any way? Mm, I think growing up in, like, a drill team world, it definitely, like, made me... um I think it made me competitive in some aspects, but I think it also, I think it made me turn away from that because I was, like, I had seen the, like, really snarky and competitive nature of, like, the people in the real team world. I was, like, ooh, I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of was, I had stayed on the team also because, like, I'm really close with the director and I was, like, like she kind of um, was, like, a second mom kind of. And um, I, I liked the team, so I just kept dancing on it. But I definitely, like, was not... <laughs> the stereotypical like drill team dancer also because i'm from texas like all the drill team dancers are white it's like (laughs) it's just a team full of white girls and then me yeah (laughs) i was their one minority like we didn't even have a a singular black girl it was just me wow i will say though like um i think my 
was it my senior year we had one other asian girl come in but she like quit before oh. the year ended oh no so then it just left back with me i'm still you full circle <laughs> yeah back to square one yeah um oh i mean i would say like what before i joined hip-hop i was definitely like <clears throat> i don't want to say conservative because that gives off like um like republican i, yeah. I just want to say i wasn't like i want to say conservative as in like more like modest you know what i mean oh yeah like, like traditional yeah, yeah yeah like very stereotypical i would say okay so like i i definitely like looked average mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i think it was just like joining hip-hop i definitely like my eyes were open to like new um ideas of like what was considered like beautiful i guess yeah um and I think I started to accept myself more through hip hop because, um, especially like, um, I think I like gained a bit of weight and not in like a, a bad way, just yeah. like, just, you know, your body cycles through like mm-hmm. losing weight and gaining weight. And I think, um, and I think I, I, it was like fine. I actually like accepted it. I was like, this is fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, and no, I, I, okay. I think, um, the hip hop world has definitely allowed me to like, be more accepting of other people, I think, um, and be just, a, like, a more loving person in general, I think, because, um, the hip-hop world is so open, I would say. Yeah. Um, and there's no, like, oh, the best dancers are the skinny ones. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. um, the best dancer is anyone. The best dancer is the one who puts in the most effort, I would say. Um, and... No, that's really cool. Yeah, so I think it's definitely, um, made me a more accepting person of both myself and of others, I would say. Um... Do you, well, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'll just let you elaborate on it. So, do you consider dance a large part of your identity? Why or why not? (laughs) I think I already know the answer to this is yes, but I would love to hear your why. Like, do you think it's because of the huge role that it's played in your acceptance of yourself and others? Dance is definitely, the I would say, one of the largest parts of my identity, aside from the gay part. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's kind of because, like, dance has been my entire life. I'm kind of a, a one-trick pony. Like, I don't really do anything else. Um, and I've, like, devoted my... I don't want to say I devoted my entire life, because I, I definitely... It was just, like, an extracurricular activity throughout, mm-hmm. like, high school and stuff. But, um... I don't know. I think I realized that in college I was like, oh, like, I actually really enjoy dance. And it's like, it actually makes it a bigger part of my identity than I ever thought it did. Um, because it's like, takes up so much of my time. And it's like, um, I I think I missed out on a bunch of like stereotypical high school experiences because of dance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I missed out because like I definitely would rather have gone to dance than, right. like, a party. But no, it's but like, you just, like, didn't experience certain things. Yeah, it, it, I was always like, oh, sorry, I can't, I have I have dance practice. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a stereotypical thing. Like, yeah. people get those, like, tank tops, and it's like, sorry, I have dance. No, that's the same with band. <laughs> like, sorry, I have rehearsal, I just, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like, they'll get shirts and say, like, um, sorry, I can't hang out with, I can't go to the party, I have dance rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> but that was literally me, but... Um, Do you think that there's something about, like, your college experience with dance that's really um just pushed its place like solidified its place in your identity differently than when you were in high school um i think it has to do with the fact that the emory dance program is so great it Um, is really great honestly like like, emory arts are actually really great yeah yeah for sure and it's like 
quick plug for our school. Honestly, yeah. Emory, Emory Arts Departments, like, yeah, they really, so great. Yeah, and they're well-funded. Even Honestly. though there was a funding cut, they're still well-funded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the faculty they're are amazing. so great. Faculty so great, is so great. amazing. Like, Honestly, I get emotional just thinking about yeah, how yeah. great the faculty is. No, honestly, like, um, my freshman seminar teacher, um, I did a, a dance. It was a listener dance. We didn't actually, like, dance. Um, he is one of the main, I would say, professors of the dance department. His name is George Stabe. Shout out to George. Hey, um, George is the man. Honestly, he's so great. He was one that convinced me to do Emory Dance Company. And honestly, I feel like if I hadn't done that, I definitely would not be studying dance today mm-hmm. or maybe i would but maybe i would just i don't know i feel like i would have discovered it a lot later but i just want to shout out to george because yeah. he's so great and honestly like all of the dance faculty like every time i take in the dance kids, i'm like wow they're so great yes <laughs> no exactly it's um, amazing like yeah and even though they're students too like um i don't know how close the music community is or like the jazz no community, yeah but i would say the students are close as well yeah it's like the same with dance and it's like i have friends i would say um i got lucky because the dance department was one of the one like departments that was still in person mm-hmm. um when everything was still online and we like they like figured a great way to like socially distance everyone and make sure it was still safe um and i think because of that also like it it really like helped shape me because i was like this is the only thing that's giving me like energy right now is like yeah. my one dance class per day and i like going to rehearsal and stuff and it's like also giving me a sense of normalcy because um I kind of realized that if I had just like completely stopped dancing once I got to college, it would have been such a huge like stark change as compared to like what I had been doing in high school. So I think like I actually really enjoyed going to the rehearsals because it felt like I was like, oh, um, I like love the people that I'm with. I, they're all great. They're all super talented. Yeah. And they like make me want to be a better dancer. And honestly, I honestly feel like I um, my dancing in college has changed to be more like the people that I dance with in college. Oh, interesting. Um, Especially, like, the way that I improv um, has definitely been affected by those who I dance around, like, those who are around me. And in the best way. It's, yeah. It's, like, I would say I'm a lot better at improv than before. Um, but, yeah, it's it's honestly been so great. The, the Emory College Dance Department is so good. Yeah. And even my friends who are not in the dance room, like Jane, um, they recognize how great, like, yeah, some of no, the it, are. Like, going to the performances and yes. just seeing They're still, like, well put the together. Effort and, yeah, mm-hmm. how welcoming everyone is and yes. how much they care yeah it's, yeah yeah the you can really dance tell. department is is so supportive like there's like not an ounce of competitiveness and like the teachers are so supportive of uh both the dancers and also people who are like not dancers who have just come to take a singular class mm-hmm. um and they're so supportive of everyone like they it, they really make you feel like you can do no wrong and it's, yeah it's, it's so i think great. it's amazing i think that's when you can really tell that in a, a that a department is mm-hmm. fantastic is the way that they treat people who are not yes. at the top, yeah. like the new the new people. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that you know they really are yes. great. They really care. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could go on about how great <laughs> the arts at Emory are, but I digress. Um, the next question is that I think you've talked about this a lot. So if you have anything to add, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's his dance. Do you think that dance has exposed you to, you know, ideas, views, or concepts that you would not have otherwise been? And I know, and then what are some examples? And I know that you've talked about, you know, the most obvious one, which is being heteronormative then Mm -hmm. versus hip-hop kind of opening your world into something completely different than that. Um, Do you know of any other examples, or would you want to expand on that more? Really, it's up to you. 
Yeah, um, I would say, like, the main things that hip-hop has opened me up to are kind of, like, A, like, um, the LGBTQ plus community. Because also it's, like, um, hip-hop kind of breaks those stereotypical, like, gender norms. Like, the women um, are so powerful and so great. And, like, they can do, like, they're not doing, like, the, like, the partner work with the men. And they're, like, the ones and getting the lifted. Not and, yeah. and they're, like, the the tragic... Um, beauty who mm. gets killed or something. Um, there are these like strong women and they um, they're just so great and like they're so talented and you can really tell, especially when there's like a big group and they're mm-hmm. all like so in sync and they're all so good. Mm-hmm. And there's no weak link. Um, but then even with the men, it's the same. Like they can be strong, but they can also it, it's like they're recognizing that like your masculinity is not affected, whether you do like more like feminine roles of dancing versus mm, like um yeah. more like stereotypical masculine dancing mm-hmm. like like grinding <laughs> yeah <laughs> like um and then if like the men are doing like a voguing section or a whacking section um they're not gonna be like oh my god wait are, the, are people gonna think that i'm gay yeah. no i can't be in this section yeah um because honestly like whacking is like a real talent i i like learned a little bit of it like I would say I'm a very baseline whacker from just, like, learning a little bit of it in my hip-hop experience. But um, it's definitely, like, a, a real skill, and I would say. Um, and anyone can do it. It's, like, they don't, um, I guess, gatekeep um, who can fit which role. And I guess that's kind of a new concept. I'd also say, like, the whole body positivity thing. Mm-hmm. Um stereotypical dance is like you want to be skinny and especially like for women you want to be skinny and then men can be muscular oh they don't want women to be that muscular you, you have to be a little bit muscular but not too much but you can't have too big muscles yeah um especially i would say with like very traditional forms of dance like ballet ballet has not really evolved yeah that much I would no say- i feel the same way mm-hmm. like um i think there's a lot of parallels between like Ballet and classical, classical music, music yeah. and then jazz and hip hop. Yes, yes, for sure. Because also, um, jazz is like um, an African American yeah. uh, derived so style of music. So it's hip hop. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's where the spice is. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and classical music and ballet and is from more, white people. I feel like they're just more willing to evolve with the times. Yeah, yeah. And then ballet is very like, oh, it's based in tradition, very rigid. Exactly. And it's like, I'm like, girl, I feel like we can Which change I it a get. little bit. Like, yes, tradition is important, but. Not when it's built on exclusivity. But yeah, that's and not when it's other... built on, like, whitewashing. And not yeah. when it's built on, like, um, gatekeeping exactly. people of color from Ex- doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other episode topic. <laughs> Girl, we could talk a lot <laughs> we about, could talk about the racism of LA. Another day, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say, like, hip-hop has just opened me up to just more accepting values, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is an exciting one. I don't know if you have an answer to this, but are there any specific, like, artists, choreographers, dancers who have particularly shaped the way that you dance or the way that you practice it and just watch dancers? I was going to guess maybe you would talk about, like, Emory faculty. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, George. <laughs> it really is. It's like, um, because the first real, like, dancing that I, I had done at Emory, like, but I, I, I'm in I, last semester I was in one hip-hop class with Julio Medina he's also great mm. love Julio um but I was in Julio's piece and George's piece and I would say like George really introduced me to like this new style of dancing that I guess I'm 
more in tune with now, um, I guess I'm more comfortable with it and it like kind of is more, it has affected me so it's kind of like more my style now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I guess him, I guess George, um, I mean, do you mean like hip hop dancers or do you mean like... Yeah, any dancers who you really think have had like a big impact on the way that you dance or the way that you just view dance in general. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I don't really have like specific idols. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I feel like that makes I sense. I feel like for me, it was more just like seeing a lot of it. Like, mm-hmm. especially like going to like the hip hop competitions and stuff. Oh, that was just such a new experience for me. Yeah. And um, seeing how everyone cheers for everyone, it's not like. Yeah. Um, like you cheer when you see something good. And even if it's not your own, even if it's not your studio's routine, you'll, you'll cheer if it's good. And that's how the hip hop community is. And it's so great. And even the judges are like, like standing up and they're like pumped up and they're like, <laughs> they're so hype about the routine. Yeah. And like sometimes we'll that's get awesome. the, um, the feedback, like you'll, cause the judges record their feedback and you can hear them like screaming, like in hype. <laughs> that's <laughs> like so funny. Routine. Um, and it's just, um, a really supportive community. I think, um, you will go and you will be humbled i think in the best way mm-hmm. like even if you think your routine is good and it, it probably is good too mm-hmm. um, but you'll go and you'll see so many other good routines and you're like wow like everyone is so talented mm-hmm. um and especially if you go to big competitions like we would go um to monsters um uh and world of dance and hip-hop international and we went to hip-hop international for the first time um i think summer 2019 and um we were not really expecting anything. We were just like, we just want to go. And this is like, we like a great learning experience. We'll compete, but we're not mm-hmm. expecting to like make it to the finals or anything. Because literally, it was Did an international you? competition. Like, yeah, um, people from all over the world came, and um, we I think we were like really close to the cutoff for U.S. finals. I think like we were like one or two away from the Whoa. cutoff, which was like way better than we were expecting. And so we did a really great job, but um, it like. I would say the greatest part was just getting to, like, watch the other routines. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for, like, teams, like, internationally. Yeah. Oh, wait, we didn't get to watch the international ones. I just, I've, I've seen them on YouTube. But, oh. um, like, watching the people who were then going to the U.S. finals, like, seeing those routines, we were like, whoa, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God. Like, and it's it's i would say transcendent like when you when you're with the crowd and there's like a really amazing routine going on and you're screaming and then also the people who are you've never met are also screaming with you yeah but you're also like next to your team it's um that very like collective effervescence like Mm -hmm. transcendent um quality that's so cool um so my next question is I think we honestly, that's a nice segue into my next question, which is in many forms of creative expression, the, both the expressor and then the person watching, um, they can kind of quote unquote get lost in the art. Um, do you feel this way about dance? And if so, have you always felt this way or, uh, did it happen over time? Hmm. Um, I definitely do get lost when I'm dancing, especially like if I'm, I, I am notorious um, for whenever I'm improving, my brain is empty, <laughs> so blank. <laughs> I'm just like moving around, like doing my thing, and then um, I think like sometimes either in my modern class with George or uh, in, after my movement improv class, like 
after we do like a score or something a score is like just like a little concept that you like that move out or something it's like just like a small little ditty or something mm-hmm. um after like that exercise or something um we'll like reflect like oh like what were you guys thinking about like um any like thoughts or reflections you guys had and <laughs> i feel like i'm always just like scrambling because like my thoughts are always so empty whenever i'm improving but i think in that sense it's like me getting lost because i'm not like mm-hmm actively thinking or like being self-conscious about it i think i'm just like getting lost in the movement i would say mm-hmm. and i think that getting lost thing also transfers to like when i was competing um you definitely like kind of get that buzz of like being on stage it's like that yeah. exhibition of like being right in the wings and then like hearing the, the silence so then you can walk on and then get set up in this routine that you've been doing for months on end yeah and you're just with these like people that you love like this this team that you've um grown really close with and um you really experience that like group chemistry that you have um when you're competing and um it's it's um you can definitely like lose yourself i would say in the best way like you get in in the zone (laughs) Mm -hmm. um because you don't want to be like thinking too hard especially like when you're like you want to think hard in the rehearsal so that it's like so ingrained in your muscle memory and then you can just have fun when you compete exactly when you get there you're like i know what i'm doing i don't need to actively try yeah and then your your emphasis is like you know the routine and then you know the cleans but your emphasis is like on the performance like the artistic aspect yes yes and like the way that you interact with your teammates mm-hmm. and um yeah so at that point like there's like you get lost as a team when you're mm-hmm. competing i would say um and then oh and then with edc like when i was performing but not competing i feel like that's one of the like first few times no definitely not but like, <laughs> um it was the first time in a while, I think, that I performed without, like, competing. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in, like, a big way, I would say. Yeah. Because um, my teams have done, like, performances, but, like, this was my first, like, big performance that was, like, not competing. Um, and it, it's the same thing where you get lost with the people who you're dancing with, and you're just kind of, like, on the high, like, you're riding that high. Um, and it's it's a very pleasurable experience um and yeah you don't want to think too hard because i think you're just like you know the routine you've been doing it for months and it's like you're just trying to um have this experience with people you dance with yeah that makes sense do you think that obviously it takes a certain amount of practice to like reach that point for sure um do you think that as you've gotten older, like from as far as you remember, you know, when you were doing dance, when you were five, six years old, do you think that this has always kind of been a constant is you find yourself being able to fully immerse yourself into dance? Or do you think that as you've gotten older and matured, it's become more prevalent that you feel this way? I think it's something that developed with age. I think, um, because another thing is, like, I did, I've done dance my entire life, but I've never, I definitely have not always loved dance. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, in high school, I was definitely experiencing a lot of burnout. Um, mm-hmm. And I I hated going to dance. I would say I didn't hate it, but I was, like, I definitely was, like, oh, I don't want to go to dance today. I don't want to go to rehearsal today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would still go. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> As you but do. But I'd be complaining on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... But I think as I got older, um, I developed more of, like, a bodily awareness of myself. I really, like, understood my body more and, like, my 
the limits of my movement and um I think it helped me become a better dancer in that sense I feel like you can be not flexible and be a great dancer if you know how to move your body do you know what I mean so it's like even if you're the most flexible person that doesn't mean you have any like bodily control Mm -hmm. um flexibility is great don't get me wrong right (laughs) I wish I had more of it but um you're pretty um, flexible, but it's fine. I would say I'm more flexible than an average person, but I'd say for a dancer, I'm not that flexible. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, as I got older, like, obviously, my body is, like, not rapidly changing anymore. Oh, Puberty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I, like, finally got comfortable in, like, my own body. And then um, I think that definitely, like, helped me kind of, I would say, cement. Not cement. Like, um, get into my own sense of style more. Um, and it definitely helped, like, with my hip-hop dancing also. Because, um, like, my first year of hip-hop, I, like, look back on the performances, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> that's not very great. <laughs> that's not that good. That's or, so, like... Yeah, that's so funny. Um, you may feel like in the moment, like, you're going off. Yeah, I and feel like I was as good later. as I could have been in that time. Exactly. Um, and I would say I was still better than I was expecting. It's um, nice to see how far you've come. Yes, and it's honestly, I'm, I'm, I love seeing the growth that I've obtained within just one year because I was Mm -hmm. only on the hip-hop team for two years Mm -hmm. and um just the difference between like my junior year and my senior year Mm -hmm. is like so vastly different and um I would say um yeah I would say I don't know if this is for every dancer but for me it definitely came with age and it definitely translated into college um because now it's like I understand my body more and I would say the emphasis on the in the Emory dance department is very like somatic versus like technique and like flexibility mm-hmm. um so it's definitely very like movement based which i really enjoy i feel like that's the kind of dancer that i was growing up um because i'm not the most flexible dancer um but drill team is very definitely like you have to have this technique like you do um a, a regular leap and then a russian yeah <laughs> um and yeah <laughs> so our last question for you is probably the most important one and the one that we care about a lot is how does dance affect the way that you perceive the world around you day to day like you know do you feel like it has made such a big impact on you and your identity that I think we have talked about this a little bit but how does it you know change the way that you just experience everyday life um I guess I would say that it makes everything a little more musical, I guess. I don't know how to describe that. Like, musical, like, more... Gra- I don't want to say graceful, but, like, definitely a little more, like... I think I perceive the world a little more creatively than I did before. Oh, yeah, um, I can see So, that. I feel like I could see... I can maybe point out things that are... I don't want to say, like... I guess musical, like, things that are more rhythmic, I would say. Okay. In just, like, day-to-day life. Or be like, oh, that's a cool beat. And someone will be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> or um, I definitely, like, am dancing all of the time. Like, mm-hmm. if people, my friends make fun of me, I think especially Naya makes fun of me for this. Um, whenever <laughs> I'm, like, walking around, like, I'll be, like, doing dance moves as I'm walking. Oh, really? <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> um, she's like, I don't think I've ever seen Madison not dance as she's walking. That's funny. Whenever you walk anywhere. <laughs> That's probably true. Because I'm mostly <laughs> usually listening to music as I yeah. walk. Um, and every time I like, listen to music, um, I'm always like moving something, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I just know that I look really weird. With, if, if you're driving and you see me on the street, mm-hmm. and I'm like walking like 
not on the same beat. Yeah. Because if I'm like marking something in my brain, like with my legs, I'm like walking like on the beat and then like do something that'll get me off beat or something. Mm. And then um, I'll like do like arm movements, but it's like, it's like 25% because it's like I'm, I'm walking. Yeah. You don't want to go all out. Um, that doesn't make sense. I feel like dancers could view things more like rhythmically mm-hmm. or just they view the world through the lens of movement. Yes. Rather than like, I guess musicians view it through like pitch and tone. Mm-hmm. You guys view it through, you know, like, like the way that things move and you see like these different patterns and pathways that things take, and you're like, oh, that's a nice yeah image. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Do you have anything to add before mm. we close it out? I don't think so, but I will say that dance is for everyone. So um, I definitely don't want to gatekeep anything mm-hmm. everyone should definitely try at least one dance class it's a really great community even though it can be a little competitive and toxic at times but i would yeah. say it's great. worth it's worth it though yeah i feel like it is okay well thank you so much to madison for um joining us for this very insightful episode thank you for having me <laughs> i will link her instagram follow her on instagram <laughs> i do not have any dance videos on my instagram so oh, you will yeah. not be I, maybe i'll link a dance video of hers like from youtube or something that you guys can watch okay of one of her teams um and yeah we just you know we wanted to spotlight different forms of art and i think it's important that we give all mediums of art justice or just a proper i guess acknowledgement because um I don't know a lot of the times the arts are talked about but not really talked about if that makes sense mm-hmm. so they definitely can be neglected i think yeah so um yeah arts are very important and i think they start they can shape a lot of the people <laughs> who participate in them um so yeah thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys in the next episode bye bye Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to check out some more and follow Pecan Twist on Spotify, Apple Music, or another platform. And I will see you next time.